0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to PPR Podcast number 67. This will be the week 11 recap show and the playoff preview show. As always, I'm Chase Isidoro, and today we're joined for the first time by our East County reporter, Allison Edmonds. Allison, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Chase. Glad to be here. So normally we start off with game of the week, But um, I think we just have to give a quick shout-out to all the league winners for their great season. Uh, Avocado League going to Carlsbad, they take it again on a great avocado streak. Uh, The Central League, Crawford takes that. Their first uh, league title since 2015 and their first City League title since 2004. Uh, The City League was taken by University City. Coastal League was taken by Bishops with a great 40-7 win in their winner-take-all game over Santa Fe Christian. Uh, The Desert League was taken by Palo Verde. Eastern League, Christian takes that. Granite Hills in a quadruple overtime takes the Grossmont Hills League in a huge upset. We'll talk more on that in a little bit. The Grossmont Valley League was taken by El Cap. Central takes the Imperial Valley. The Metro Mesa is taken by Modern Day Catholic. And their last six games have outscored opponents 281 to nothing. And the Metro Pacific was taken by Chula Vista. We'll talk more on them in a little bit. The Metro South Bay taken by Montgomery. Escondido Charter in their great season takes the Pacific League. Poway stays undefeated for the whole year and takes the Palomar League. Army-Navy, in their great 9-1 season, takes the Sunset League. San Pasqual takes the Valley. And Lincoln takes the Western League. Really, the top two teams being Carlsbad and Lincoln, running through the Avocado, which is one of the toughest leagues, running through the Western League, which is one of the toughest leagues. Mm-hmm. And they both stay now undefeated in San Diego. We'll get more yes. into Lincoln in a bit, but we also have to now give the shout-out to the fan vote. Yes. Josiah Cox from Lincoln. Major Givens from Steel Canyon. Jake Jackson from Madison, Chase Lowry from Point Loma, Dominic Nankill from Modern Day, Makai Thompson from Mir Mesa, Angelino Trapasso from RBV, Christopher Williams from Francis Parker, and Damarian Wright from Morse. When you're looking at the fan vote, first off, I think we got it right as a group when we decided to put these people on here, but it's so hard for me to, like, because usually I think there's, like, maybe one, two that stand out. Right, I'm looking at this list. There's about four or five that really stand out to me. Who would be kind of your picks?
1: Yeah, you know, I when I look at it, too, um, when we've kind of gone over it and looked at it more and more, I'm like, you know what? I, honestly, any single one of these people would be deserving. If they were on our podium, I would be happy. I'd be like, you know what? We did good. Any, We made sure to go through, and, like, any person we're like, okay, they would look good on our podium. Top, probably Chase Lowry would be on my, like, top few picks, right? He's, I've watched him a couple times, Four Point Loma, very strong on all sides of the ball. He's just—he's just a beast out there. That yeah. guy is just so impressive to watch. So he's probably top of my list. He was also one of my student athletes, so he's just a good all-around kid. I know that doesn't really count for the fan vote, no, but I'm just going out there. I will say—I
0: will say, I was about to say about him. <laughs> I was leaning towards Chase Lowry, but yeah. it's hard when I'm looking at all these other names. But when I went to the student-athlete with you yeah. to, to watch it, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he said he spoke Portuguese, I'm like, oh, he's going on. Right? <laughs> I know. I <He laughs> said so How can I Portuguese. not vote for the guy when he speaks Portuguese? <laughs> speaks right? Portuguese, teaches Portuguese to children. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know. As many he said, I, was like, I thought I loved him before, man. Now <laughs> right? he's, exactly. on, he's on the list.
1: Exactly. No, but and,
0: I think also when you talk about it, um, I think that's where our standpoint is, is. Yeah. Do we feel fine with anybody winning this um, when we put these kids on the fan vote? And I think that's across the board is true. Um, I, I look at Chase Lowry as well. Probably at the beginning year of the year, I would say Major Givens. Yeah, I think I would, probably most of the people would say Major Givens. Yeah. But I think so many other players have played up to his level, right. and he's still played at that level. Yeah. Josiah Cox being one of them from Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, Incredible. incredible incredible when you watch yep. the tape. Hard hitter, great in the secondary, has been, had some great moments, especially in the Cathedral game with his yes. game-winning pick six. Yep. Mackay Thompson uh, from Mira Mesa strong has been year. phenomenal. Yep. And same with Christopher Williams. I mean, I know he's from Francis Parker. It would be hard for him to win the fan vote because yeah. he think he needs everybody to vote about five times. Right. Um, but he's a phenomenal athlete, and he does so everything for them. Yep. Um, Literally everything. <laughs> I don't know who to pick. I honestly don't. I don't. It's hard. If, if it's I have really to hard. win one way, I'm probably leaning towards Chase Lowry. Yeah. I think what he's done for that Pointers team has been phenomenal for them all year, especially on both sides of the ball. I might even lead t- towards a Chris Williams, man. Yeah. I, I think you know, it's so hard for him because he's at Parker but I think you put, him, you put him at any single team, he'd yeah. still be doing the numbers he's doing. No, I agree. Honestly.
1: I agree. They're all strong, so I guess we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. I <laughs> believe the fan vote closes on Thursday, I believe. So yeah. go out there. You Wednesday know, or
1: Thursday, yeah.
0: Go door to door if you vote. have to. Go get some votes. <laughs> um, Need them. So we start now with game of the week. and really okay. was the game of the season. was yeah. Lincoln versus Madison. and. You know, I didn't really check in on the CIF point system about where guys were going to be when it came to getting into the playoffs. I was going to just let that ride until the end. I didn't realize that if Lincoln was going to lose this game, they would not be in the open, which seems like a crime to me.
1: It does, To <laughs> me, too. <laughs>
0: but I would heard that I was sta- like, you've got to be you kidding. <laughs> think, you think the stakes are big enough for the Western League and yeah. seeding, but now it's Lincoln's on the chance of not making it. And, you know, Madison played a great game. We're hanging right in there. But oh, I think sure. Roger Robinson was just too much for them. And yeah. I want your take. You know, we haven't gotten you on the podcast yet this whole year. What's been your take on both these two teams and how they've played all season?
1: Um, I think they've just both played phenomenally. I mean, I think I'm going to start with Madison because I think I, I know that I wasn't necessarily expecting Madison to be as strong as they were. Right. They finished the season nine and one. Um, and I just think a lot of those guys really came through. Jake Jackson, Barrett Rankin, you know, these, these these players that you've kind of seen evolve over their past few years really came through in their senior season. And, like, this is their Jonah Rodriguez. I mean, you have so many guys that are now seniors. They're at their strongest. They've been working their way up. And this, this Madison team, it's like, wow, this is the Madison team. You know what I'm saying? They, it, it's, it's kind of like a, a cycle, I feel like, at Madison. It's like every, you know five or six, maybe even more. It might be getting the numbers a little wrong, but they have that team, the team that, you know, can go 9-1, and one, the team that can go win it all, go make a state run. You know, it's, it happens, you know, a couple times every decade where they have that, and this is, this is that team, and they've just played overall in, incredibly impressive, and that's the Madison side of things. And Lincoln, I mean, I expected Lincoln to be this good, you know what I mean, but they really are this good. You know, I feel like the past couple years it's been like, OK, Lincoln's going to be good, but little things happen here and there. They can't quite finish it. They can't quite get it done. And this team is finishing every single game. You know, they they just come out and they play their hardest. Everyone on that team is phenomenal. I mean, and then they're, to have Rod, <laughs> to top yeah. it off. I yeah. mean, a guy that's just unbelievable. I mean, the the touchdowns he makes, the, the, the people he runs through, it's just I cannot get over it watching him play like his tape it's just like every time my jaw just like drops like did he really just did he really just do that you I know think, what i mean I think <laughs>
0: he's easily going down as one of the most impressive players i've ever seen on the yeah. football field it's just you know, cause he'll, he'll go a couple yards at a time. It's like, there's sometimes where it almost, he almost fools you yeah. where it's like, okay, four yard run, five right? yard run, which anybody would beg for to mm-hmm. get four or five yard runs. It's like, okay, maybe they're bottling him up a little bit. Yeah. I know he's a bruiser back a little bit too, but it's like, <laughs> maybe he does. And then he gets that one opening where he's just, I mean, it, how he takes off and gets into past the second and third levels, it's it, phenomenal. It's insane. I, it, you really think like, who on earth can stop this man at a high school level? It's it's so difficult to see, but I think I agree. Um, it's they're way more than just him. Yeah. The team is incredible, especially yeah. the senior class. Yeah. I love the pass rush with uh, Fuel and PV on both sides. They are phenomenal. That Plus their sound. secondary, Corey Thompson, Miller, and Josiah Cox. Yeah. I, I I mean it was a great matchup between these two, but I I was really expecting Lincoln to come out on top in this yeah. one, and I, I I'd say, Probably say they're my pick going forward oh, uh, i'd yeah, be shocked to see them lose but you know it's possible they are in close games a lot yeah. um, with those teams you know so it's not it's not impossible that they can't be beaten no
1: 100 uh, percent. but it'll be tough it'll yeah be tough. <laughs> but now we move
0: on no that was the game of the week but yeah. really the game of the week was the one you shot um which was granite hills the upset to win their league title 46 to 44 over the mighty scotties i mean <laughs> how do you take away from that one? First of all, four <laughs> overtimes just to witness that alone is incredible. What's 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 on the line in that game as well?
1: Uh, yeah, what was your take? It, it, going into that game? I didn't know. I mean, I've seen I've only seen Helix a couple times this year. They haven't been home a lot. They've only had like three or four home games. They've done a lot of, you know, Orange County games, that kind of stuff. I've watched Granite Hills like four, probably four times this year. I knew Granite Hills. I know Granite Hills is a strong team. You know, they Speaking of Madison, you know, Granite Hills played a tough game against Madison. They were winning um, by a couple scores going into, like, the fourth quarter of that game. So they held them really well. And that was really the true test for me way back then. Then bringing them into here, I was like, wow, okay, they've continued to perform. They absolutely are dominating competition in the East County. Helix will be another real test for them in the East because Helix has also been a pretty big powerhouse this year. Just putting up these wins against Servite and schools that you're like, okay, well, if you win against these teams, you know. You're you're it. You know that's yeah. a. It was just an unreal game, start to finish, just back and forth, like strong defense, strong offense on both sides of the ball. I mean, sometimes you see those games. You're like quadruple overtime. You're like, okay, well, was that a was that a bad football game? You know that like got out of hand, scoring like both teams weren't playing well. It was exactly the opposite. It was a phenomenal football game. I mean, it was people. You know, little mistakes here and there. You know, some fumbles, some interceptions, stuff like that. That led to. But I mean, it was. Matching score for score. You know, one team would score be 7 nothing, and then another team would score be 7 7, and then it would be 10 7, then it would be yeah. 10 10, and all the way until quadruple overtime, they were matching score for score. I mean, even down to, you know, the field goals, both teams would make phenomenal field goals. I mean, one of the Helix's kicker made like a 36 yard field goal to put them, to tie them to go into halftime. I mean, it was just, it was unreal. And, and they, just looked so good and they just went all the way to the end I mean it was one of those games where it really could have gone it really could have gone to either team I mean 46-44 it was a two-point conversion you know pass that was broken up but I mean it was the craziest football game this is my sixth season on the show the craziest football game I've ever watched it was just so much fun and so competitive and I'm excited to see how they both do moving forward I think Granite in D2 has the potential to Windy,
0: too. Oh, I think they have to be considered the top dogs now. I mean... Especially because, you know, they, they could have handed Madison their first loss. Exactly. You know, it was a close one against Poway at the first half, and then Poway pulled away yeah. late, but that was the first game of the year. And this Granite Hills team continues time and time again to show that they are legit, that yeah. this, this whole unit is legit. And there's so many... It's like a new name every week that comes out of the team. Like, Xander this week. I mean, the incredible performance from him. Insane Just willing them uh, to win. I mean, this Granite Hills team, uh, They're. I think... Now we're starting to look at, I think they're going to be the top dogs for D2. And if they 100%. win this, I think they can make a run state I think as so well. Too. I mean, they're phenomenal.
1: They're very strong. And Xander, I mean, he was not missing anything. I mean, I was yeah. sitting up in the press box with, like, they have, you know, their camera crew up on the top, and they were all, like, Oh my gosh! He can't miss. Just keep throwing him the ball. I mean, insane. It was just, it was incredible to watch. So, congrats to them on a yeah. huge win. Oh, and
0: that's that seems like almost like slaying of the dragon because Helix is, is. is the big monster out, east, out east, you know, for compare sure. to, for everybody. Yeah. So for them, that's just such a massive moment. And you know, I wouldn't say an eye opener for Helix. I'm sure yeah. they looked at them like, yeah, these guys are good. No, they But yeah, now, they know. you know, they gotta they gotta get it together going into these playoffs. Yep. um that's for sure. Hundred uh, percent. A couple quick recaps. Yes. Uh, Chula Vista 34 nothing over Castle mm-hmm. Park getting their first league title win since 2003 when our own Bo Fertig was on the team. <laughs> first off, I didn't realize Bo was that old. Uh, you know, I didn't realize. <laughs> I said realize 2003, that. I was like, where was I in 2003? I was
1: like, I was eight years old. We <laughs> were rooting kidding. on Cleo Green <laughs> still, all right? Exactly. Guys? <laughs> if even not, Jeez. Yeah, so
0: I think he was not even playing yet. Um, but just an incredible moment for a school yeah. like that um, when it's so long and those kids, like, you know, when you go to school every single year and they go to play you keep not winning and they've been second place in their league a yeah. lot. I've looked it up like a couple of times over this decade. Yeah. So for them to finally get it, just what kind of did that means for them?
1: It's huge. I mean, I feel like it's going being somebody who's a fan of teams, you know, just in general, who always come in second place. I mean, it's got to be like exhausting year after year to be like that close you know what I mean and to for them to finally do it I mean it's so cool it's such a great program there when you go down like to Chula Vista it's just such a good community at Chula Vista High School and you can just tell that they just have wanted it for so long they've kind of just been under you know what I mean like yeah. no one looks at them and says oh like Chula Vista is gonna go win this or whatever and it just it's so cool it's so cool for that program I'm so happy for Bannister and the team and yeah. that they were able to do it I mean, that's, I mean. that's—I the gist of it is that it's just, it's just so cool. I don't even really have words for it. It's to no, it be really awesome is. for them. It's,
0: it's always cool to see a team, you know, finally get over that hump of like, oh, all right, sure. we finally got one. We get to put a banner up for ourselves. Yes. Those kids will always remember that whenever they see them in the gym. Ever since freshman year, I looked at the, all the banners. I see all the schools, and we hear all from the coaches that it's been years since we got a banner. And ever since I saw that, ever since they told us, I always wanted my whole team that one day, whether it's freshman year, sophomore year, any year uh, i promised and i knew that we were going to get that one day yeah. and that boat
1: day! Yeah. that you yeah. yeah. and that got to be there for it yeah is the coolest It was part.
0: phenomenal what he put on his, put his, on his Letterman jacket. jacket. All, it was since right here that we last won it. That was awesome moment. That was moment. best. Best. <laughs> uh, so cool. Another great uh, team really performance where I thought this was going to be a lot closer of a game yeah. was Bishops 40 over Santa Fe Christian 7. Wow. Um, Santa Fe Christian is a phenomenal team. And yeah. the way they run the ball can make it so that they play very close games. But that Bishops team, time and time again, they keep performing to a level where it's like, you know, I got to like reassess how I look at them. Yeah. They're really, really good. Um, Will Fierro, the quarterback, has been phenomenal. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't get enough love. No. And, you know, we keep seeing him time and time again, just how many big plays... 31 total touchdowns, only three interceptions on the season. That's uh, A kid I got to watch when they played Francis Parker, I went to go shoot that Saturday game, yeah. uh, was Jaden Moore, and he's been a phenomenal two-way player for them. He's he's nasty on the defensive wow. side of the ball, yeah. but he's also a great uh, wide receiver. So that's just a team to keep your eye on is Bishops going forward. Yeah. Um, I think they got they got potential to go and win. Uh, sure. I, I think they're a phenomenal team. Obviously, anything can happen, and they've, they've had some close losses. They played really well against University City yeah. where it was just a shootout, but... I, I'd be looking out for that Bishops team this year. I think they're for really sure. good. Uh, but now we move on to the preview of the playoffs.
1: <laughs>
0: finally the right time of year. It's, starting, I know, it's, it's a little crazy. bit colder at nights yeah. now. It's November's in Very the air, cold. and it's playoff football. Yes. Uh, D5, Crawford gets the one seed. Escondido Charter gets the two. Classical Academy with the three, and Army mm-hmm. Navy with the four. For me, I think this league's a little top heavy, but with those four. Yeah. I think those four have been phenomenal. I'd all expect them. them to be in the semifinals. Yeah. And then from there, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, because I, they're so True. when I watch all of them, especially the team like Escondido Charter has been great. Army-Navy has been sneaking under the radar yeah. as, like, uh, one of the better teams yeah. this, this whole year. And Crawford, Lincoln's probably the best team to watch, like, to go, like, wow, these guys got yeah. D1 guys everywhere. Crawford puts on the best performance from, like, a I want to go see a high school football game tonight. Mm-hmm. They're just phenomenal to watch. On they the are. sideline antics, how much fun they have. Yeah. Matt Marcus, they're phenomenal. I... I <laughs> Go out and watch Crawford. They're a great team to watch, um, and they, they got a great team this year with Sharif and all of them. Uh, I, I would expect Crawford to come out on top, but one of the bigger games, I guess, from this D5 would be yeah. more Vista-Hoover. Yeah. You uh, uh, did a student-athlete on Wojcik, the uh-huh. quarterback, and... Um, You know, some some ups and downs from this year, but when we see him go off, he has like five touchdown games. Oh yeah,
1: when he has a good game, he has a good game. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I I agree on that one. And uh, also, big shout out to the Chieftains from Claremont. You know, they always have some up and down years. I love the guys at that program. Um, They're really good coaches too. So it's always good to see them in the playoffs. Uh, Now we move on to D4. D4. Uh, Fallbrook with the the one seed, La Jolla Country Day with the two seed, Coronado with the three and Montgomery with the four. Our Jersey Mike City game of the week will be at Mission Bay as Mission Bay, the five seed takes on Westview, the 12 seed. I believe you, didn't you cover Mission Bay at all this year, or was that Yeah,
1: year? no. Uh, well, Mission Bay, I did a student athlete. That's right. But it's crazy. Like, all these different ones, they're all, like, student athletes. like Crawford, Marvista. <laughs> um, but Mission Bay, yes, on Hatton Yeah. I went out there. So they were, I mean, when I would have went out there, they were, like, 4-0, 5-0 at that point in the season. And I know they kind of fell off the wagon a little bit in the a, they t- but They played a
0: tough City League conference where they had to yeah. play like more sp- Point Loma, you know. they're here they are in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So they're, no, they're a great team. that will be a great game for the City game <laughs> of the week. For sure. Uh, we move on to D3. D3 last year, I think, was my favorite playoff-wise with mm-hmm. all the teams. Probably up there again. I, I like D5's top heaviness, but yeah. I think D3 might be one of the better playoffs. UC with the one seed. Point Loma with the two seed. Del Norte with the three seed. And Bishops with the four seed. All phenomenal teams. Yeah you know, Del Norte are probably a little bit younger, so they might be at a disadvantage, but I think they're still capable of going out and winning. Yeah, they're very strong. UC, I think, has pushed themselves out to be one of the best teams in this county. For sure. Um, But then we have the El Cajon-Ford East County game of the week will be number seven, El Cap, versus number 10, Morse. Um, You've got to see El Cap a lot. Mm -hmm. I've been following this Morse team a lot this year because I just love what they have, with Damarian Wright and uh, Johnny Mosty and Aliante Logan. You know, what kind of do you expect from El Cap, especially, um, you know, They finally won, they won their league, but we all know what to expect from El Cap, great defensively and stuff like that.
1: Oh, 100%. And you know what I find interesting is I've seen El Cap uh, a couple times this year. You know, they were very strong last season with Savion Yokely and all those guys. But this year, too, I mean, at the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, they were like one and two. I forget the record, but it was like, you know, they were. Under the radar a little, and now yeah. I look at their record and they finished the season like phenomenally. They had a great season, um, and I think they're really strong on both sides of the ball. I haven't seen a lot of Morse, yeah. so I'll be interested to see how they match up against them. They put, but
0: up, they put Morse puts up a lot of points, okay, very quickly. They also well, give up a defense. lot. They also yeah. give up a lot of points. Yeah. So it's, it's who's going to break El Cap's defense versus yeah. Morse's offense.
1: And El Cap always great seems, matchup, absolutely. And El Cap always seems to turn it on in the playoffs for yeah. sure. So I'm excited. I think it'll be fun, and I love going out cop it's nothing like friday night lights out in
0: i know, lakeside. Is it, is it, I know. It, there's so many there's so i guess few communities that yeah. do it like that i guess ramona um lakeside where they all go out to the game oh, yeah. and it's just such a great atmosphere it's I, so fun i love the, that stuff um so you know it's it'll great. be an interesting matchup and i'm sure you'll love to watch that i'm
1: excited you know
0: probably won't be a quadruple overtime let's you know, hope you know, knock on wood <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> <Knock on win. laughs> Came very close to not getting on air but <laughs> um we okay now it. we move to d2 the one seed goes to granite hills the two seed goes to central three seed goes to ramona and number four goes to christian um the one game I'm looking at from this one, I guess there's a couple games, actually, yeah. uh, would be La Jolla-Santa Fe Christian. Uh, Santa Fe Christian's been on a great stretch run. Obviously, you know, bad loss to right. Bishop Bishops, to lose it. But La Jolla is also kind of in the same spot. Both very good offenses. I don't know where they go. I, I, I kind of lean in towards um, La Jolla. Uh, Jackson Deal's a great quarterback. Yeah. Scully is a great uh, running back. Yes. You know, um, we want to talk about student-athlete spotlights. More? That, was, that was the one of the year yeah. by far. Yeah. Phenomenal um, story. Also, the other ones is Valley Center and San Marcos. Um, Gilster, you know, coming down to the end here. But the San Marcos team at the beginning was so hot. Yeah. Super young. Freshmen, you know, sophomores, very young. But they, you know, they ran through a very tough avocado league. Yeah. I don't think anybody expected them to, like, run through it. Um, But now they're, like, they don't really have that momentum. So what are we going to get from them? Because they can explode at any time and they can definitely take down Valley Center. Yeah. Valley Center is those playing for their coach. Uh, which I think has that little extra like momentum. Yeah, like or, like, give it to it, him. It, it, give dude, it this it his last start year, man. Like, you know, yeah, so 100%. I think those two ones really stand out to me. Um, and I think we go now to D one, which is really I haven't seen a D one like this where it's just so wide open. Oh and yeah. So so many good teams. Could be uh, anyone's really. Mission Hills takes the one seed. Cathedral with the two seed. Modern day three seed Helix with the four seed. It's a
1: power powerhouse for it. Right our there.
0: North County game of the week will be LCC versus Steel Canyon. Our game of the week will be Torrey Pines versus RB, and our uh, National City car South Bay game of the week will be East Lake versus Saint Augustine. Wow! So we got three games of the week all in D one packed. When I look at Torrey Pines and RB, it's so tough because Torrey Pines. You know probably not one of their better teams but it's also they're kind of in a rebuild here with a new coach right of you course. know they lost a lot of big key seniors from yes. last season same time they beat rb 35 to nothing i believe week four week three. Oh
1: wow so it's kind
0: of a but rb's been on a great run since then They have. Uh, you know they start off i think zero and four and they were playing poway in the last week to win the palomar league
1: right exactly um
0: it's i don't know how which one way that one will go i really don't i'm kind of in the dark
1: yeah lcc
0: steel canyon Major Givens kind of on his, his last run here as a senior. Yeah. So, how is he going to want to go out against a very good LCC team? Um, yeah, we've seen them win great games at times. There's, there's times where we thought they would be challenging Carlsbad for the avocado. Yeah.
1: No, they're fantastic.
0: Eastlake St. Augustine, probably one of the, not one of the greatest Eastlake teams we've seen. Right. They've caught some fire when they started playing their league. Obviously, they ran into modern day. Um, but not then one of the greatest. St. Augustine team you Know they're all freshmen,
1: right? So they're that rebuilding one, as well. There's new so coach, much talk of like, yep. I
0: don't know where to go in this, um, in this D1 playoffs. No, and now we really need to talk about the really the big thing, which is the open. Yeah. Um, nobody's playing this week, but Carlsbad with the one seed, Lincoln, two, Madison, three. So we'll get a rematch of that in, in yep. two weeks. Poway with the four seed, and it really comes down to Poway versus Mission Hills. And I we said on uh, PPR After Dark who kind of was deserving. I said I thought Poway just because they were undefeated. I would agree. Mission Hills, you know, nothing against them, but I think Poway... And the thing is, is that Granite Hills win is what launched Poway in because Poway, that was their big win, was Granite Hills and Granite Hills beating Helix. Exactly. Where do you kind of stand on that, um, watching this Poway team, watching Mission Hills?
1: I think that... It was the right choice. I mean, I would have given Poway the four seed. I mean, the undefeated factor is huge in seeding like this. And I think the fact that they did beat such a good Granite Hills team, which we didn't really know. That was, what, week one? Yeah, week one. Week one of the season. So we didn't really know what this Granite Hills team was going to look like at that point. We're like, okay, Poway played Granite Hills. Okay. You know, we didn't really have a sense of like who Poway was, who Granite Hills was yeah, yet. Honestly. But looking back, I mean, I think that this Poway team is just really strong. It's the best Poway team we've seen in a long time. Um, not that Mission Hills isn't yeah. a strong team, but I just think that Poway just, that undefeated, that beating Granite, Granite beating, he liked all the little factors that have been figured out I just think Poway has that little bit of an edge um over Mission Hills and I think Mission Hills will still make their way through D1 I think that that will be maybe even better for them it'll be a
0: tough D1 as well yeah I think it is better for them yeah um and to be quite honest you know it would would have been a rematch against Carlsbad so it's like you know we haven't seen Poway play Carlsbad right probably taking Carlsbad by a you know, a good margin, but Wait. you know, no, you Poway, know. Has, Poway has a know. great O-line, great D-line and Connor Rath. That, that can win yeah. them games, you know? Um, for me, I would probably lean towards Poway and it's nothing against Mission Hills. I just, and you know, we can have the argument of, well, Poway played in the Palomar League. Uh, Mission Hills had to play in the avocado, avocado. you know? Yeah. So if, if they were to swap, what would the records be? They'd probably be the same. Yeah. They would probably be, Poway would have Mission Hills record and Mission Hills might be undefeated. Right. Um, it's so, it's so tough. To, to decipher on that. But for me, I think this Poway team, it's not just about the undefeated part. It's yeah. the p- yeah. part that they're beating everybody by 40, 45 points. Right.
1: They have significant yeah. margins of victory. Yeah. And, it's you not know, like a little win. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Mission Hills, I think, you know, they all, I think they lost by six points to Carlsbad, so they were right in it. Yeah. It was also before Zach Marshall got there, so it's a little bit different of a True. Carlsbad team. That um, for me, I think I think we just need to see this Poway team. And yeah. I think they've earned the right to, like, all right, you know, you got to go play Carlsbad yeah. now. but. We want to see what you guys can do, and I think they've earned the right being undefeated in that sense. Um, and no disrespect to Mission Hills, I think, no, 100%. I, think I think they go into D one, you know, as and the one seed, but D1. really I think yeah. they have everything possible to right. get it done, especially the way they grind down games with Santiago Salas at running back. Yeah, um, I think it's wide open for them, and you know, but I think they got it right on this one. But you're, it's interesting to see that they're going with a rematch between Lincoln and Madison.
1: That was what I was like. I was like, I there's no way they're going to do that. Yeah. and then.
0: They, they did it. I mean, I guess they have to because it yeah, was a tie for fourth. Seating, and they yeah. They have to, but yeah. it's just so weird. Like, they, they just played each other. They know what they're going to run. They kind of know what to expect. How do those coaches go into that game? Like, yeah, right, no. You have to mix it up something.
1: It's going to be really interesting because when you play each other so close together like that, and it's like all this hype, you know, like, I don't know if like all season they're like, oh, this game, this game, but like. You know, of course, the energy was different. The game felt a little different than most weeks, right? It's that kind of rivalry game. But to have to do it twice, you know, it, it'll be really interesting to see how they, like, come out. Like, I can't even think of what they would do different, how you prepare in just, like, a so- short I think amount of time. I think it's easier
0: for, for Mason to just brush it off.
1: Yeah, you know, no, like, exactly. Like, like here we go, let's you know, do it again. If they, if
0: they had to go play Carlsbad, they might have the chip on their shoulder, right. like all right, yeah, we want to be Carlsbad, but we also want to play Lincoln again to prove ourselves. Now it's like, all right, that week didn't really, you know, if we didn't win league. Sure, that's a big thing, but, but we get we to play can them again, and we can knock them out of the playoffs. Up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so I think it's a massive momentum, I guess, from Madison. Madison. Yeah, but like, I still, and, until I see someone mm-hmm. stop Roger Robinson, no. that's my pick. I, I would still,
1: <laughs> I would still have to go with Lincoln, but I also think that. Madison really adds a shot, seeing, seeing everyone so recently and really yeah. getting to get that game plan down and just kind of, like you said, no, kind of being like, oh, okay, well, we lost this and one, but I this s- is the one that matters. I saw know? them
0: play each other a lot in the 7-on-7 seven seven leagues in the summer, and they were always close. They were always going down to the wire, yeah. came down to a final play, and I think it really stands to test. Obviously, there's differences because right. pass rush and of stuff course. like that, which I think Lincoln does have an advantage, but Madison's got a great defense as well. But I think the biggest difference when you look at that and compare to football is that you don't run the ball so that's where it comes in with Roger Robinson and I think I think he is the big impact player that I think now that it's the second time around I, I don't know if I think he might be in their head a little bit like yeah. okay you know we have to stop him but then it opens up KJ Chatham to have a great game as well so sure. be interesting to see I can't wait obviously it's a week exciting. down the line we got yeah. a gr- great um, slate this slate week. of yeah. playoff games this week I cannot wait to watch them on Friday night uh, but that'll do it for us here today Uh, Stay tuned for the PPR podcast number 68 tomorrow featuring former Helix Highlander, former Arizona Wildcat, and West Virginia Mountaineer, Scotty Young Jr. He'll join Paul and Bert on that podcast. But until then, we'll see you guys next week.